sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is Tom Sides. How are you today, good sir? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm fine. Yeah. Busy day, busy weekend. I'm uh, in the midst of hosting a garage sale. And so I'm taking the time away to record this podcast. But we we started it yesterday and did okay yesterday. Yeah. Can't complain like three, 350. What's What's up? prize possession that you put on the garage sale that you were so iffy on putting in the garage sale i put okay so you know you're i know i'm talking to a kevin smith fan um fucking sailboat yeah crystal's trying to make me sell my sailboat picture like the ones where you look at it and there's a hidden picture inside of it if you can decipher it with your eyes yeah but it's starships it's the USS Enterprise fighting with a Klingon um, battlecruiser. I've and never so, been able to do that. No, I, I can see it once in, once every 47 tries. That's a, that's a hell of a ratio. Yeah, but one out of 47, when you get that one, you never want to look away. You're like, I see it. So anyways, I've had this in my garage for years now and... We had a garage sale a couple years ago, and Crystal tried to make me sell it then, too. And I was like, fuck no. This time, I was like, you know what? Sure. I'll sell it. What was the asking price? $50. $50 for that. Is it huge? Uh, It's not that big, no. It's pretty big, though. Like, it's a big picture. It's a wall hanger. The frame is beat up, and the glass could use a serious windexing. But I don't want to sell it, so... I just priced it really high and it's still sitting there for now. So that yeah. makes me happy. <laughs> it's funny when you have a garage sale because you think things you're going to put out, people are going to eat it up and be like, yeah, fuck yeah. And then you put out other things and you're like, I don't even know why I'm putting this out. No one's going to buy this shit. And then everybody buys the shit that you weren't going to put out because you didn't think anyone would want it. And nobody buys the good shit that you leave sitting there. You're like, what the fuck people? Okay. So what was the surprise sale then? Um, just random things like hats. We had a whole collection of like hats from companies that I used to work for or like got from company events. You sold uniforms? No, no not like, okay. like I'm talking company barbecue hats. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. Okay. And so we put, I put all those in and they all like got eaten up right away. Some glass cups that were like not sets, just like random cups that we've had in our cupboard fucking all sold. Yeah. And like for a buck a piece too, I'm like, holy shit, I should have gotten to the cup business. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, it is what it is. Like we're just trying to, the other day, like I looked around our garage. This is like midweek, like fucking Tuesday. I was like, man, we got a lot of shit in here. Cause we go garage selling. As you know, we helped clear out an estate uh, last year in the knowledge that we'd probably have another garage sale like this year or next year. And so we had two bins full of stuff from that estate and just random things like stuff that was too good to let go to a dump but i couldn't act like bring it into my household in the end and so i just threw it into a bin and was like you know what fuck it let's try and a make a couple extra bucks because why not and b um let's make some space that's fair that's fair. as a collector like I'm not a hoarding collector. I'm a fluidic collector where I can let go of things. Obviously, there's the treasures that I want to keep forever. But there's also a lot of things where I see value in it. I'll pick it up for cheap in the knowledge that I'll one day resell it. Yeah. And so that's kind of what this is. But doing good, like, one day today, it's fucking raining. So it's a kind of a butthole of a day for a garage sale. But you'll get the occasional people tomorrow is supposed to be sunny again we've already done very well like exceeded my expectations so how many posters did you have to put up like uh we did probably like 15 throughout the neighborhood pointing people in different directions we're really good sign people because we are garage sailors (laughs) sorry when you said other directions just i just imagined like the wrong directions to the if you go this way and through the path you'll find us and then like it's for sure that's what you call a quest yeah (laughs) (laughs) if you're lucky enough to find our garage sale you'll find all of our knickknacks and little pretty much yeah yeah no, I'm not selling anything good, like, per se, <laughs> from my collection. 
You know what I mean? What I would consider good. No, no, I like that. It's just like, we have nothing of value for sale, but come to our garage sale. We really need to get rid of this shit. There's a lot of value, but just nothing that I value. If that makes sense. (laughs) Which is awesome when you get rid of shit like that and sell it because you're like, sweet. It's just so funny to me just how you're putting it. It's just like, yeah, this is crap. That's what I do. Buy it. (laughs) Hey, one one man's treasure is another man's gold, right? I think it's one man's garbage is another man's gold is what you're trying to say. I've never heard that one before. That's I'm pretty it's a very common expression. I'm pretty sure it's one man's treasure is another man's gold. It's the same it? it's the same thing. You're saying the exact same thing. Well, yeah, cuz it like is treasured differently. Some people look at it as a treasure, some people look at it as a gold, right? No, it's like one man's trash and another man's gold. That's why dumpster diving is a thing. Like, what do you mean, going through garbage? Yeah, people go through garbage, find something. Like, you know that scene really? in the first Spider-Man where he finds, like, a fucking old DVD player, and he's like, yeah, I'll fix this No, up I don't so. remember that. Yeah. And finds, like, an Weird. old, old Yeah, DVD. I never heard that before. Are you fucking with me? I feel like you're fucking yeah, with me. Yeah, of course I'm fucking with you. Okay. <laughs> you're like, Sean, come back down to Earth. Like, where have you been, man? No, How the he, fuck did you miss this? No, but here's what the thing is. Like, I use common expressions all the time here in Halifax and people look at yeah. me like I'm the fucking idiot. Like for sure. Like the term, uh, I get that big time. Yeah. Like the term, like I phoned it in, like I didn't put in any effort. I basically just called in and just, that was me doing it. It's like, and then like Hillary would look at me going like, that's not a thing. I'm like, that's a very common expression. People use it all. The- <laughs> are you fucking kidding that's me? She's funny. like, no, I've never heard that before. No. Like it's, See- like, are you be- like? And I don't know if someone's being serious or this is the game they're playing. Going, we don't know common sure. expressions. And let's fuck with Thomas. Yeah. No, you're a hundred percent like accurate though. And I didn't. I always thought like it was funny because my dad had a lot of weird ass sayings, and I was like, Dad, that's like super not a saying. He's like, Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is a saying. And so then I got older and I started working with some guys from Ontario, and they all fucking said it too. And I was like, oh, it's geographical. Some things are just different, like whether it be brands or like vernacular of the place. And I've noticed that as I got older too, like certain people from Saskatchewan, they have like Saskatchewan sayings mm-hmm. and there's Ontario sayings. And depending on who you're working with, there's different sayings that are the exact same thing. It's like in, I believe it was in Star Trek Deep Space Nine, there was a point where someone was like, I'd love to be the spider under the table. And they were like, is that like the fly on the wall? And they're like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's the same shit, but it's just you came to it in a different way, right? Yeah, it's like 2 plus 2 equals 4, but also 1 plus 3 also equals 4. 100%. Yeah, yeah that's the fun part about language and the fucking annoying part if you have to learn it. Yeah, so like, <laughs> when you, like when you, so when you're fucking with me about, like, common expressions, like, this happens to me all the fucking time where I'm just like, okay, yeah. do I actually have, like, how old am <laughs> I really? Am I just for sure (laughs) when you have laps, it's funny when you have like gaps of information like that one, how I met your mother episode where um, everybody had like a gap of information and they didn't understand. I think Robbins was that she thought that the Antarctic was a fake place. Yeah. She's like, okay, well let's go to Narnia then like that whole little bit. Mm -hmm. But have you ever experienced that a lot yourself where you just didn't realize that like, one person was the same as another person or just something that slipped you? Um, well, like, I think I know where you're going. Cause I was mentioning today how I didn't yeah, realize <laughs> that Richard Dean Anderson from Stargate is also the same Richard Dean Anderson from MacGyver. But like, yeah. first and foremost, never watched MacGyver, like never watched an episode. So I feel like I'm safe there. However, yeah. it was always in like the zeitgeist and like I'm an SNL fan. So MacGruber was always a thing and I knew where it came from. But like I've never watched a minute of MacGyver to know like, oh, that's Richard Dean Anderson. Like th- like that other thing. Like I knew that Richard yeah. Dean Anderson before Stargate had to have worked. Of course. I just didn't do any research. And, you know, some people are just unrecognizable with a mullet. It's funny because I remember MacGyver was on and then there was a show on it right after it named Miami Heat or something like that. Another cop style show. I remember watching like my dad would watch Miami it. Vice. There was the Mag- Miami Vice. Is that what it was? Yeah, Miami. I think it was like a rip off of that. I don't think it was Miami Vice. I think 
by the time this was airing, at least where I was watching, I, I remember it being like a knockoff version. Did it of have Miami Don Bay. Johnson in it? It did not have Don Johnson, but it did okay. have a like buff buff guy with a big fucking blonde hair thing going on. Okay, so but anyways, uh, so I remember watching McGovern. I didn't watch it as an adult by any means, so I when I did watch Stargate, I knew that it was. And I was saying this to you pre podcast here, like. When you, if you ever go back one day and watch Stargate now, knowing that he's MacGyver, it's gonna blow your fucking mind. Almost every episode, every second episode, there's some kind of like Sam Carter will be like, "Why don't you just use a fucking paperclip?" And everyone just kind of <laughs> chuckles it off. And there's yeah. just so many references to it, and yeah, and it's funny too. Like if you never watch Star Trek and then you watch Stargate, there's a shitload of references that you'd miss out on. And yeah. it's cool when shows are really good at pulling things from society to reference in their show, because if you're missing a piece of it, you're just like, I don't get it. And then one day you'll watch something and then you're like, holy shit. I see. like Scarface. If you've never seen Scarface, but you know, like say hello to my little friend, when you go and watch Star or Scarface then, and you see all these like quintessential uh, phrases and catchphrases that came from it. You're like, holy crap, I get to see where it came. But it's just funny. The yeah. Knowledge, post knowledge, right? Yeah. No. So now, like, if I ever go through that series again, I'm going to have to, like, wait for all the paperclip and, like, breakouts. There's probably going to be a bunch of, like, easy escapes where he's probably got a MacGyver line in there. But also, like, now I kind of feel like I have to watch MacGyver to appreciate uh, Stargate. Now. Yeah. I wonder how much MacGyver there is, if it's like a couple seasons or if it was a strong show for a while. I've yeah. never. I know they I know they brought it back for a little while. I don't know if it's still in the air or not. And speaking of shows. It's funny. With, they, it was a new show like yeah. recent, like within yeah. the last five years. I right? know they did at least a season. I don't know if it came back for a second. But speaking of shows that got brought back, did you ever watch Walker, Texas Ranger? Yes, I sure did. Okay. With, so. Uh, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Yeah. So I never watched that. But they rebooted it called Walker and it has um Jared uh Sam Winchester from Supernatural. It's Jared something. I he has a Okay. That's the blonde or the brown haired one? Yeah, the tall, dark like the hair. long hair. Yeah. yeah. So he's the new Walker. And like now I'm watching this just because, like, I'm a fan of that guy. So I was like, all right, I'll give this a shot because I'm a fan. Yeah. And it's sprinkled in. There's, like, some supernatural references. Like, at one point, they actually bring on Kansas to sing Carry On My Wayward Son. If you're a supernatural fan at all, that song's actually super important to the show. Anyway. Anyway, like, but, like, the show isn't good. And I don't think that I'm a smart individual. But if I can predict everything that's going to happen in a season that's some fucking awful writing yeah i get you and sometimes they make those shows as a as like a spoof like a joke like csi became that mm-hmm. where it was like you're watching it's just dog shit and you're like but it's the point of it is to have like, that dog shit the, the cheese and is what, still watch it yeah the cheese is what brings you over to it by the way yeah What's what's killing me right now is that we have our names on the bottom left of the screen while we talk to each other, and yours is yep. SS. Like, I know that's your initials, but, like, Jesus Christ. I don't get what you're trying to say. SS is on cars. You know what I'm saying? S- uh, SS is a type of disc craft disc from disc golf. It is my initials. I don't see a problem here. You're, right. you're making it into a problem, really. Yeah, you're right. SS isn't Just famous saying. anywhere else. And- Your says Tom <laughs> Sides. Like, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It yeah. says SS. That's my fucking name. Sean Sides. SS. <laughs> it's my daddy's too. Steve Sides. Yeah. SS. Friends in the family. I have it tattooed on my neck here. <laughs> they kind of did it boxy, though. No, no. <laughs> <I'm just joking. laughs> but did you ever see this? Or like... Uh, Gen Z's are actually getting like the Gen Z, like the Z tattooed, but the way they're doing That's, it no, looks like a, looks like the SS or like the Nazi insignia. It's that fucking is... ridiculous. Like, like Google it sometime of just like Gen Z neck tattoo, and you just yeah, <laughs> will do. Like, it's just so bad. 
Yeah, that is awful. I always wanted to get um, a car with the SS on it, like a muscle car where it's, I can't remember what it stands for. What does it stand for? Super Sport. Yeah. It stands for Super Sport. But I always thought it'd be cool as fuck to have that be my like end of the road car. What you die in? Sure. Why not? John, car crash. I just thought like my last car. In, in a know, seven course. car pile up. Yeah. Just seven? I only took out seven people. <laughs> fuck. I thought I could do better than that. Oh, you got those two lane highways, man. Um, so you know who Danny Trejo is? Yes, the actor. Yeah, Magenta. Do you would you agree that he has like a demeanor that is somewhat intimidating? Like if you ran into him in an alley, because of all the roles that he's played, he seems like a, a gangster, like an intimidating feller. You know what I mean? Yes. Do you understand yes, what I'm, I'm saying? I'm, yes, he plays his role. I have found well. out recently the man is five foot seven. Yes. He is a tiny little guy. I did not expect that. I'm not saying like you have to be tall to be intimidating, but I just like brought, I just assumed he would be like a big guy, like a huge, tall, muscular guy. When I fucking found him, I'm like, that's tiny. He's a little, little guy. Like he, what a good actor. Cause he fucking plays himself so much bigger. But if I ran into him in public, I'd be like, holy shit. Like, I'm glad I found this information out. Cause it'd like just shock me. Like you don't you always do you, do you think you could take him now? Because if I still yeah. saw Sonny, oh, fuck that guy, Danny, Danny Trejo. Old. If I ever saw Danny Trejo, I'm giving him the utmost respect. I'm yeah. sorry, like, he's, he's. I'm not worried about it at all. He's Mister. He's Mister Trejo. I'm telling pretty you, pretty sure I'd knock his head off. But just saying, <laughs> fun, fun. If he was six feet tall, I'd be like, he'd fuck me up. There's no way I could take him. But five foot seven, Danny Trejo. Sorry, bro. I'm gonna crush you. Yeah. But I mean that in a loving way because I do like his work. I would just hold him down and tickle him. Did you maybe choke him that, that worst? Did you know that Machete is a spinoff? Are you fucking saying Machete? Stop saying Machete. No, but, but that's how they. That's it's not guy's a French name. movie. It, it's a fucking. It's, it's a fucking machete. Spanish movie. Fuckface. Well, and you're that, calling it like Machete. Yeah, oh, fuck like, off. like a Spanish. Machete. No, his, his, his <laughs> name's Machete. I've never seen the movie. I'll say that. Okay, so. In the movie Machete, where they call him (laughs) Machete the whole fucking time. And I'm pretty sure the writers of the movie didn't fuck up how they say it. I'm just saying. I wish that I'd been there during the filming of that movie to be the extra who's like, it's Machete. Yeah. (laughs) You you go ahead and tell Danny Trejo how to say Machete. Okay? So anyway. And I'll have no fear doing it because he's five foot seven. Anyways, not to like, I don't mean to say that to short guys. I love the shorts. I just, he's always been represented as like a tall guy. When you see him in gangster movies, they don't, they equalize his height. So you don't see that he's shorter than everyone else. It just surprised me. I, there's some five foot seven guys, like, especially me being a fan of the UFC, they would fucking smash like tough ass motherfuckers. Five foot seven. That's tall enough. Mm. I just didn't, I wasn't expecting Danny Trejo to be five foot seven. Not all of you five foot seveners. Okay, that's huge. Yeah, so it's basically huge. While you're trying to dig yourself out of your hate crime, I'm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I felt bad for that. For the shorts, I was like, oh man. No, that's what they like to be called, the shorts. So anyway, yeah, the character and the movie's Machete are a spinoff of the movie Spy Kids. Really? Yes. Interesting. That's fucking funny. They're the, Who the, it's the same director, and if you ever yeah. see the first Spy Kids, have you ever seen it? I believe so, yeah, I have. So they go, and there's this, like, um, I don't know, pawn shop, maybe, where Tanny Trejo's working, and his name is Machete, and he turns out to be their uncle, Machete, and then, like, he has, like, a scene, and he explains what their parents are and all that stuff to the the spy kids. It's like a five-minute, maybe ten-minute scene, and then, boom, um, Robert Rodriguez makes two machete movies after and they're fucking amazing that's awesome i'll check them out i mean to i like i really like him as an actor so it'd be fun to check out even like robert de niro's in them like they're so like there's like they're like if for if you want like just mindless action with a good story like there's a decent story but yeah yeah, machete and like jessica alba's in there and she looks good i think eva mendez is in one of them too like they're just nice yeah they're great they look like great movies, like on the cover. That's for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Excellent. Yeah. Speaking of watching things, did you finally catch up on the last episode of Star Trek: Strange New Worlds? Yes, I did, and I would like to start off by saying 
I fucking told you so. In um, what context? Well, we made predictions when the show started about yeah, I said which. Scotty, you said bones, right? I'm gonna fucking fight you with words right now. <laughs> yeah, I, you called it, buddy. You got Scotty. But my 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 question is, and now I have to go back and look it up because in the finale of Star Trek, when they call down to engineering, uh, in the finale of Star Trek of the first season, they call down yeah, to engineering, engineer. and and you get a. Uh, you get a Scottish voice back. Now yeah. my question would be, is it the same actor? And you've just been planning this for like a little while now going like, you're going to be, yeah, Scotty. Know, which it wouldn't really like work with the context too, of the show of how he showed up, but maybe it's possible. No, no. Like, cause it's the future, right? Remember it's the, like the finale takes place in the future. Of the previous one. Yeah. So if, like in the finale of season one, it takes yeah. place. And that Romulan, when they first discover the Romulans in that Star Trek episode where Kirk's supposed to be captain, but they do it in the future where Pike's still the captain. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's an alternate. That makes sense. Yeah, it's an alternate future. So when they have like the attack and stuff, they call down to engineering. Hopefully they did the same actor. They plan ahead. So I'd imagine. Yeah. So fucking like that, that was why my inkling was Scotty's going to be the one they introduce. I thought it was funny too. I saw a thing online uh, explaining that he's the first Scottish person to play Scotty, and I was like, "That's interesting," because yeah. the Scotty we all know and were raised with was Canadian. Yep. And then when they did the movies, he was English, and now in this incarnation, he's actually Scottish. So that's kind of cool. It yeah. kind of came full circle back to the character of yeah. the, the writing of it. Which I which I like, and like you see, like the brilliance of that Scotty, right? Like how he just like, well, I just kind of made this out of what I had lying around. He's like the uh, he's like Tony Stark in the cave. Tony Stark built this in a cave with a box of scraps. For sure. One thing I don't like, they've done this now with two Scotties. They, how do I put this gently? They're not formidable in ways. The old Scotty was like a man's man. Like you don't fuck with Montgomery Scott. He'll not. He'll knock your chin, and even if you're a Klingon, you say something bad about the Enterprise, I'm gonna have to fight you in a bar. You know, and that's what I like. These guys are pretty softies. You know, like I don't know if. But no, no, no. But like, here's where we are, right? You got to keep in mind that we are five to ten years from the characters they that's become. True. People evolve, and none of yeah. them, none of them are who are, who they're supposed to be right now. That's a good point. You're right. Like, Yohura is this busybody, always working, no time for friends, just work, 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 stressed to the high level, whereas she's just a badass in Star Trek later. Like, yeah, super cool, calm, collect, Yeah. Whereas, and Spock is this, like, rambunctious, horny little fucking yeah. Vulcan trying to figure out feelings for somebody else. And he's not that in the original series. So no, that's a very valid point, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and so, like, you got to realize like things happen in a 10 year span. So I think he's going to be put into a position where yes, he's a little bit timid, but I think he's going to be given a confidence boost and a ego boost to make him the fucking Scotch. Or some hardship. Know. Cause you know yeah. how hardship sharpens yeah. people too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pressure makes diamonds. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point for sure. It was fun. Like I hate that it ended on a cliffhanger. You know, I actually, I love that. You want to know why I love that? Because all of the other Star Treks for the like our entire lives has ended on cliffhangers. Yeah, I guess it, it so sticks it's, to the continuity. Yeah, all. so like that's brilliant to me. I thought that was yeah. like they knew afterwards. I was like, oh, am I sure there's not an eleventh? I know that they said this is the finale, but maybe there's more episodes. And you're like fucking ten. 10 episodes guys like fuck yeah no 10 God, damn, and it hurts. 10 episodes what if we lose it all like what if it all ends and like it's better to have got it than to have had nothing no no they already have a season but, three fuck. we know this i know i know i just like years ago did you end up watching sgu stargate universe no or atlantis I, yet no i haven't gone to it um okay so i'm just saying like uh at a point of a show there's a cliffhanger and it, it ends and you're just like, man, that sucks. Regardless of what show it mm. is. Anytime you have a cliffhanger and then the show doesn't get picked up, you're like, fuck, it hurts. Like I just want, uh, and then like anytime so that I just have 
shell shock from that, I guess. But I, I too know that there is another season coming. I just, it's a dangerous point to leave a franchise on is all I'm trying to say. I, yeah, I, I get that, but I don't know. I, I, I saw what they were doing and they were paying, paying tribute to the Star Trek that happened. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then their big thing was like, I couldn't only imagine that like, you're watching season three of, of, uh, TNG, and then all of a sudden, you go, and all of a sudden, Picard's a Borg, and like the ship is yeah. fucking mangled. Things look grim. You're like you're, there's under new leadership. You don't know like what's going on. You have this new first officer who's a bit of a bitch. Like, like, w- like what's going on? Like, is and like, and it's a time where like you don't know if they're gonna come back or not, right? Yeah. No, it's true, and that's. Uh that's tough what do you do yeah so like you have to go like the whole summer going uh excuse me excuse me sirs um you 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 made picard a borg is he a borg forever is this like this is like a whole i love the secrecy that people like because then you're left wondering like is he going to return as this character is this them writing him off the show because he'd like to carry on like then they leak all that kind of information too to make the fans fucking panic like what the fuck Mm -hmm. what the fuck but it all you know Hopefully they do a good job of it coming full circle. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, so no. Uh, all in all, I really like the the episode. But where I'm iffy on is I don't care for the visuals of the Gorn. Yeah, I was hoping that they would make him look just a little bit. Like I know you had to like you know modern it up a little bit. But like, yeah. wasn't the one that Kirk fought like in a like a close? <laughs> yeah. So let me. I I saw an interesting online fan theory about this. All we're seeing is infantile um, Gorn right now. We're not seeing any grown up Gorns. Oh, uh, we did we're not seeing the... any adult Gorns. We... But maybe they're still teenagers. The and that that's the point that was kind of made. And I was like. Well, maybe because, like you said, the continuity of the Gorn. Why not just pick a different species? Kirk never like Kirk fighting that Gorn was the first time they ever interacted each- with each other. Yeah. The Federation and the Gorn in face to face combat and seeing the Gorn, they didn't know what they looked like up to that point. So there's a big fucking continuity issue with this whole story. The fact that we've seen the Gorn at all, there could have been Gorn attacks or a Gorn survivor, but now we have the flagship. Deal, like fighting with the fucking Gorn and you're like what are you talking like this does not match up at all with any of the Star Trek lore which lends then to the theory this is not the prime timeline maybe it's the Kelvin timeline maybe it's a different timeline or, or they're just shitty at keeping the continuity good in Star Trek and it's why why fucking do that why choose the Gorn I love it I, I get it but tell it 10 years after the Enterprise then don't fucking tell it as a story of, oh, let's dial it back 10 years before, because now you're making the original series inaccurate now, and you're like, what? Huh? And now let me ask you this. With the way that it's going, where they're introducing Scotty, they've introduced Uhura, Spock, and Kirk. Could you get to a point, and you obviously you got to go down the road, and you have to make sure that these actors are down to continue, but rebooting the original series with the cast we have before us you can i mean it is what it is like you can reboot something to death or you can tell new stories well, i think that the new stories can be good enough on their own like if they do it i'm not going to complain well you can reboot it and it, tell new stories just, yeah that's true you can do the, I don't know. like if you you can do that with anything and if it keeps it relevant and it brings in a new fan base a new generation of fans i'm all for it but i like like I, I'm not asking for it. That's for sure. Like, what if it's they... like me teasing me teasing you about Star Wars, like rebooting it and like recasting all the actors and actresses to try to fix the fucking hot dumpster fire that the movie, the nine movies, come together as like make nine movies fucking awesome that actually work together. But at the same time, I don't know. Tell another story. What? make new characters even this even them doing this and having to bring everyone back i'm kind of like yeah well that's not kirk he didn't talk like that or act like that or but that's this actor's interpretation of him 
Spock, yeah, okay, well, he's no Leonard Nimoy, but at least he's trying. Like, I like Ethan Peck, but he's not Leonard Nimoy. Sorry, I would, he's not. I would, Same with I, the other guy from the movies. They're not Kirk. They're not Spock. They're doing a great job of emulating the characters. I really like Ethan Peck. Don't get me wrong. I'm making that sound a little harsher than what I intended to. I really do like it, but they're not Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, you're not gonna fucking hold a candle to him ever. So then you're just imitating that, and it, like it's cool and everything. But I'm not asking for that. But I'd watch it. Yeah, it's really hard to be the director of Three Men and a Baby. It's uh, indeed. Yeah, it's a tough call. You can't live up to that. Did you know that he directed that movie? Yeah, yeah. I have it tattooed on my back. Okay, well that's a reach, but all right. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Leonard Nimoy facts is that he directed Three Men and a Baby. He was an interesting fellow. I like all the work that he did with animals, like animal sanctuaries and stuff like that. I respect him. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I've learned like tidbits. I love the album that he made. He made the, it. And the music that he's produced, like uh, what something, the Bilbo Baggins, the story of Bilbo Baggins. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember seeing that on the Instagram. I, I yeah. was. It's a banger. I have it on my phone. I always have since I had discovered it like when I was 18 or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, what do you think? Do you want them to redo Star Trek and have... Uh... I, I don't think that you have to redo it. Like, what I'm liking is, like, there's new stories you can tell. And also, you can kind of pick up where they left off, in a sense. Like, yeah, it was the five-year mission. You It ended in year three. So you can yeah, do for- the other two years. 100%. And then you can go to the point of Wrath of Khan. Yeah. So, like, the the red and the, the formal uniforms. We can ignore those gray and silver and white fucking uniforms from the motion picture. I ignore that movie all the time. Yeah, you've often told me you're it's, not a big fan of that it, uniform. It's so hard. Like, everything about it is so bad. <laughs> Like, yeah, it is what it is with stuff like that. That's for sure. But never followed up with like a movie like Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan is, and like, even a non Trek fan can be a fan of that movie. Yeah, for sure. Because if you just look at it as like a space fucking vendetta movie, then holy fuck. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then you also forget how good Search for Spock is, with especially with Christopher Lloyd being a Klingon, and like of the, like the worst fucking Klingon of all time. Yeah, pretty much. Like, no, it's a good movie for sure. Um, it's interesting that era of movies and the era of Star Trek that was when they were able to restart the franchise in a way mm-hmm. from the sixties, you know. It was the first taste of something else, which then led into the like TNG coming out. And that's the thing with Star Trek. You never know what you're going to get, but you just have to be along for the ride. It's like we've talked about a lot of times. Sometimes something isn't necessarily made to entertain you. It's made for a different part of the fan base. And so you you have to be fluidic if you're going to be a a full on board fan of something and just be along for the ride and trust that the people who are taking the reins of the programming are going to do justice by it and that's all i would hope is that if they were to make a a star trek show like continuing the five-year mission i would just hope that it was good you know that the programming was fucking legit yeah and i think well like right now we're seeing fantastic writing like there hasn't been an episode of anything recent where i went well this was a fucking waste of time we we have talked about like we're not the biggest fans of the linear story like yeah, like it's hard to go back and rewatch, for sure. Because of we know what's going to happen, the surprises are already done. But if you do episodic, yeah. like sometimes you can forget stuff, or sometimes you will see things that you didn't see the the first time. Yeah, around. for sure. And and I like that. I do. I like I. So I like that. There's like um. There is an over. There is a linear story, but how we get to that story is with. Episodes that don't, yeah, episodes, they're yeah. not really to do with one another, but we get there through all these random episodes and it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. No, and that is what uh, I wanted and what I, you know, said to you many times about Discovery. So it was nice to see mm-hmm. us returning to that weekly 
fucking episode, you know, where it's all new. Mm-hmm. I can definitely appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, no, but overall, like I'm, I'm enjoying it all. Yeah. So we get Scotty. He's obviously not going to be the chief engineer right away. Um, no. But uh, do you think they're going to hold on to um, what's her name for a little while? I can't remember that actress's name. I, just I can never know. remember her name either. Yeah, she's the in current everything. engineer. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's an interesting. Uh... Her dynamic with the crew is pretty. It makes for good TV. Just yeah, it's pretty stone in. Because she's so silly and weird, but she has these relationships and like... She's she, the Guinan of this show. Kind of, yeah. I've, yeah. How I've explained it to myself. And I and I always loved Guinan. Like, I never thought yeah. she was unnecessary. It's the deep-seated relationships and a wealth of experience. You know what I mean? That's the same thing that you can say about both of these characters. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they've lived lifetimes and... You know, it's it's like having a trill as well. That same kind of like experience level you get with someone who's ancient. Right? Yeah. And, but no, I appreciate her for sure. Yeah. Did I? Hey, I didn't. Did I tell you about my vacation at all? I was just thinking about this. We we're talking about movies and big screen flicks and all that. Did I tell you that we watched the a movie at the lake out on the grass, like set up a projector and stuff like no, that? No, but that sounds really nice. It was fucking awesome. And you know what movie it was? It is a timeless fucking classic because I haven't seen it since I was a teenager. And it holds up. Solid ass movie. City Slickers. Fucking love City Slickers. I watched that within the last year. That's a fucking great movie. And what a great like drive-in movie fucking flick to watch outdoors like that. It was it was really a cool experience, and I meant to tell you about that because I figured you'd appreciate City Slickers as well. Like, and I'm like, I love how much it holds up. I gotta watch the second one now because I'm like, well, you can't just fucking watch the first one and not watch the second yeah. one. But no, solid movies. I love the actors. Billy Crystal. It's been ages since i've watched him in something and i just i enjoyed his style of comedy he was a good comedian you ever watch when harry met sally yes i have that it's a nice love flick but it but it's more than that though it's it is it's like it's it's so multi-tiered and it's like there's something for everybody so like you get these rom-coms where you can just like all right i get why the women like this but like there's, yeah for sure but like the way that he plays his character and then like the best friend in when harry met sally also same guy that's also in city slickers the it's a piece of time yeah. too yeah it, you know it, what i mean like the way they paint that era yeah. it's 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 a good movie yeah they made um funny or die i think it was made a uh city not city slickers they made a when harry met sally too but yeah. this time it's with like they're older so like it's either that meg ryan's character died or they got divorced or something but then they put a vampire twist on it it's fucking hilarious huh that'd be different yeah but it's just like you know how like they make funny fucking trailers and stuff billy crystal to me is always funny i watch him he had a movie recently with ben schwartz i can't remember the what it was called i'd have to look it up but like he's a timeless classic and he always brings the right kind of funny. He has his brilliant mind. Like I miss him. Question for you. I'm drawing a blank in my mind here, but didn't Robin Williams and Billy Crystal do something together? Father's day. Okay. Okay. Cause they were on friends together too. Weren't they like promoting father's day? Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember what it was, but they were also like, I'm sure they were, they were also like the best of friends. And like, um, Billy Crystal tells this story about Robin after he died about uh, when he called him when uh, Ronald Reagan died. Yeah. And Robin Williams is just doing Ronald Reagan on the phone. He's committing to the bit so hard. So Ronald Reagan just dies. (laughs) And Robin Williams calls Billy Crystal as Ronald Reagan. And he goes, well, it's weird here in heaven. I don't, it's not exactly what I expected. That sounds super Ari Schaffer to me. And he's like (laughs) describing hell. To when he's convinced that it's heaven, that's funny. I can see that. I can hear it in my head right now. But but you can just imagine, like you know, like you have those friends where you have like your dumb little bits with, right? And like you hear him speak about Robin Williams, the way, like it, it was a beautiful friendship that they had. Of just, it makes me think of Chris Farley and David Spade, Mm -hmm. like hearing the banter between best friend comedians. 
You know what I mean? Just getting to like listen to a phone call with between David Spade and Chris Farley yeah. or between Robin Williams and Billy Crystal getting to be the spider under the table yeah. for those conversations. Yeah. It would be fucking awesome. I, like I have that like I have that kind of stuff with like Marty and Morgan where like I'll call Morgan and like every single time I would call him, I would go give him a new fucking middle name. Yeah. Like the only difference with that is that like you guys aren't funny, like you're not comedians or anything. Yo, you but I'm go sure fuck like, yourself. Cool. Kindly go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sorry. I thought that was crazy. I just haven't been discovered. It's <laughs> basically the same thing when I talk to my friends on the phone. We're like fucking hilarious. I was, if someone listened to it, they'd love it. I call them a different middle name. I was talking about the bond of, I was talking about the bond of friendship, but <laughs> you can kindly go fuck sorry. yourself. <laughs> that was hurtful. I'm sorry. Yeah, so unnecessary. But it was funny. You have to admit my take on that was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> nope. I'm offended now, and I will be taking you to court, sir. Oh, Thomas. <laughs> be um, I'll be filling out a hurt feelings report on this one. I will definitely read the report and take it under consideration for next time. Such a bastard. No, it's cool when you get that kind of banter, though. And between anyone, friends or comedians, we all have those people. But it's cool when you have like a almost like a perfect conversation because there's an art to conversation. And when you know someone well enough or you're good enough friends with them and you can piece it together, it's funny when you have a conversation like that and someone else does hear it and is like, what the fuck are you guys talk- talking yeah. about? Or like, why would you guys speak to each other like that? Or you get those like the commentary when people overhear you speaking with your best friends. Like, you know what I mean? No. People just don't get it yeah. if you're not in it. Yeah. And like, you just have those moments. <clears throat> Faux show. What else you got going on? The summer of Tom is still rocking. Uh, you got a bunch of shit coming up. I know that. But what's next on the docket? Next on the docket is kind of just I'm on the grindstone. So like it's nose down fucking work until vacation time because I want nice. I really want to enjoy it. But how do you enjoy a thing? I spend money. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. that's like the way it goes. Like, oh, I want to enjoy like, you know, this, this and the next thing. How much is like, but like enjoyment nowadays comes at a price. Like you can't just like, like we're looking at Airbnbs and now we're also trying to figure out what order we do our trip in. So like we were talking the other day, I'm only finding out friends of mine are flying out on the Monday to go to Munich for uh, Oktoberfest while I'm off on the 23rd. So, like, I'm thinking, well, why don't I just go somewhere early? And then also you got to think about there's a time difference. So if someone's there on the 20, leaving on the 25th, they're not going to get there till like, the 26th the next day, plus the time difference. Yeah. So, like, there's a whole... For going to Germany, are you talking yeah, right now? You Ger- lost me. Yeah, G- Germany. But, like... Okay. But Hillary and I were talking about going to, like, Germany for a few days, then going to, like, right. Amsterdam or something. So now, like, we're talking okay. about reversing it going to like amsterdam for a few days and then hopping over to germany and then going from there so like trying to figure just trying to figure out this whole fucking thing and i makes sense can't begin to tell you how much i hate planning like i hate it yeah i get it bro it's fucking hard and frustrating and hard yeah i i much i like it so much better like when i did grease i had someone else planning it all i did was nice. like buy my flight and then tell me how much this thing costs and then worry about i like it. that yeah, you, yeah. If, if i have someone that can do that i'm all about it like fuck tell it. me how much money i have yeah. to give you so i can enjoy myself if Here I, it is i have if i have to plan something i can plan it for one person and i'm have you ever done a travel agent would you ever do a travel agent to like um, plan out a whole trip for you i've had to i've thought about it i've had to deal with a travel agent only when we went to jamaica for deanna's wedding but yep. like she dealt with the travel agent i just had to give him money like we spoke i had like questions and he had answers like like it was like yeah. that but like it just seems to like uncomplicate things and make things a little bit easier which i like yeah yeah but, but obviously there's a cost associated with it as well yeah but like i'm not gonna use a travel agent to book europe i think like you know what i mean like i don't like yeah. i i can it, handle it could be super I, beneficial though I, I can handle flights on my own yeah I'm like so like okay right there i don't need you yeah. And then you go like, well, no, I can fair. get you these deals on these hotels. I'm like, so can hotels.com, man. Like, I'm, but you just said that you hate doing it. 
I know. I hate doing it. So you can do it, like not do it, uh, and, and then you know what I mean, yeah, I know. You don't but have instead of paying and if someone, all vacations to do it for a European vacation is like probably the one you'd want to do it for, as opposed to anywhere else. Uh, just because uh, if you're going to an all-inclusive, it's an all-inclusive. You're just going. Yeah. But if you're going to like Germany, you're probably going to want to see some of the sites, and there's probably ways to like do that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I, I'm not well traveled. I'm, I'm, I, I'm okay with, like, seeing sites. Like, I can do, like, oh, I want to do this today. And, like, I'm cool with You're that. You're not a big sightseer, though, are you, too? Like, I, I am. Do you not like, see my Instagram page? And stuff like I see, that, but... I, got, I went to see the big TP in Medicine Hat. I saw, like, I saw all the world's largest things. Not a selling point, Tom. No, but, like, <laughs> the thing is, is, like, I know what I want to see. And when I went across Canada... I saw all of the world's largest things that weren't like way out of my way. Okay. And so like that, that's what the trip kind of became. So on that trip, I saw the world's largest teepee, the world's largest moose, the world's largest dinosaur statue and the world's largest dime. Yeah. And like there's stuff Very cool. stuff, like nickel. Yeah. That's it. Nickel. My bad. Yeah. Sorry. Sudbury. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Sudbury. And like some of them, I went out of my way to go see like, to stop in Moose Jaw was a little bit out of my way, but I fucking did it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, That'd be a hoot, though, doing that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, it, sure. it just became what it was because, for like, for one thing, it became hilarious to me. Like, I just, mm-hmm. we, I had breakfast in Medicine Hat, and the next exit sign said, world's largest TV right here. I'm like, well, I'm here. I guess I'm going to see this thing. So fuck it. Pretty much. And then I knew I wanted to see the moose in Moose Jaw. Because I like the story that came with, like I like the story about it, and then, um, then other things just kind of appeared. Oh, and I saw the world's tallest dinosaur. Like that, that happened by accident because I just wanted to go to Drumheller to see what it was all about. Yeah. So like I was in Drumheller because I didn't know. Did what you go the, inside it? Uh, I didn't pay to go inside. It just seemed it was like twenty five bucks to go inside the dinosaur. When I feel so like, fucking worth it. Is it really? Oh, dude, it's fucking awesome up there. I, I, it's up on my like top ten of favorite things I did in Drumheller, and I have a list of about three hundred things. Top so for 10 it to be in the top ten, that's pretty heavy. I, I just didn't realize there was ten things to do in Drumheller. <laughs> There's so many things to do in Drumheller. I fucking loved it. I'm gonna send you an awesome picture <laughs> from inside the fucking mouth of the. Yeah, but yeah. So I was like, so like that kind of stuff. So like, when I'm there, I'm gonna find out some silly things and be like, well, I want to go do that, and I want to go do that. So it's not all about like the bars and the restaurants and all that stuff. That stuff just kind of comes. But when it comes to like like towns, like when I went to New Orleans, I knew that they had a minor league baseball team. I wanted to see a baseball game. Yeah. Um, Like you find out. I like to see the sights. Yeah. If I'm going somewhere, I wanted like when you went to Greece and you're like, no, I didn't really see any. I was like, what the fuck? Well, no, no, no. If I'm going there, I'm gonna be up at six a.m. every day. I'm gonna see all the fucking historical sites. Like that shit is gold. Well, you had to understand that I wasn't in Athens though, so I didn't see any of that because I shit all over Greece. Well, yeah, like and I saw. I went all over Paros. Like we took four wheelers and drove all around, and I saw pretty much the whole island. But like you were asking me about, did I see like any of this stuff? That's yeah. all in Athens. I didn't see it. I wasn't in Athens. Like I was fair enough. But like, did was, you see my picture yet? Uh, it just it just got to me now. I was was busy, you know, doing a podcast. Sorry. <laughs> it's worth it. It relates to the dinosaur. <laughs> we had a Titanic moment yeah, in I the mouth that. of the dinosaur. You needed someone at the bottom for that picture. That like, would have been great. No, one... it's good from that angle too. Yeah, that, there's a reason why James Cameron had the front of them when he did that. Yeah, it's a better shot. But what do you do for the people at home who can't see the picture? I'm holding Kieran in like the Titanic yeah. pose at the front of the yeah. ship. Yeah, I tried to sell Addy on Drumheller when he went. Um, Two years ago now for a wedding, he went to yeah. Cal. He wasn't in Drumheller. He was he was in Calgary, but I was like, right. Drumheller's like right fucking there, man. You take the kids. There's dinosaurs all over the place. You fucking love it. And there's like, yeah. 
And then he was just like, yeah, well, maybe we'll try. I won't have a car there, but maybe we'll try and get something going. I'm like, well, if you do, like, I think Drumheller is the fucking town for you, man. Because- Honestly, as far as, like, small towns go, yeah. like, because it's a pretty small town. Like, you know, Leduc's 30,000 people roughly-ish, we'll say. Mm-hmm. But of the small towns, of all the small towns, for the level of attraction that they have there, it's a fucking cool place to visit. Yeah. Like, I, like, I wanted to go to the museum, but it was, like, Monday, and apparently they don't work on Mondays. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember you saying that. That sucks. Yeah, so. But that's fine, too, because it gives you a reason to go back there one day if you yeah. happen to have the opportunity again. You're like, you know what? I haven't seen the museum. I'd like to go. What's the, ta- what's the town in um, Alberta with the sausage? Uh, Bruderheim, is it? No. No, there's a famous town for sausages. I thought it was Bruderheim, but maybe I'm wrong. No, like there's, and they have like the world's largest sausage there too. It's yeah, I don't know. I can Google it. I mean, that's probably pretty Googleable. Yeah, I was hoping you. I know Vagerville has the egg. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, there's just like now I have like a thing where like I gotta go see world's largest thing. So if I ever do like a road another road trip. I got to make sure I stop and see whatever, like, weird attraction. Mundare. Mundare, that's it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Just make sure I go there and just stop and, like, it's now now become, like, a silly thing I like to do now. Nice. I like it. It's a good, fun thing to do. Why not? Yeah. I'm fully on board with that. Yeah. I like that. It's funny uh, when you have things like that. I thought about bringing... uh, an action figure with me on all the trips that I take to take a picture of them somewhere. It's been done. So I was like, eh, fun fact though. Uh, I'll, I'll save it for another episode actually, but I have once brought a action figure with me and once stashed it somewhere, but that person still hasn't found it. So I'm just putting it out there. Are you only going to talk about it once you get that person? To... I don't know. I'll tell you when the time's right. It just ain't right right now. I don't know what to tell you. It's how I feel in my heart. Cool. This makes it our excellent content. The mystery it of Sean's sides. It's the mystery. Now people are going to tune in next week being like, fuck, I hope he tells me. Oh my god, I hope he tells me. <laughs> so so speaking of like, you rob your garage, <laughs> your garage sale. Yeah, we weren't really speaking of it recently. But no, it was a while you know. Continue, sorry, sorry. So about 40 minutes ago, you were talking about your, yeah. <laughs> your garage. Carry on. <laughs> I, I want to sell my PS4. Okay. I don't know how much to sell it for. And what I'll tell you I'll include in it is like five or six games, charger, two controllers. So what I would do, Tom, is facebook marketplace in your area do a quick search for ps4 see what's comparable and then if you really want to sell it price it for 20 dollars less than the comparables if you're willing to wait for a little while then just put it at the comparable price it'll be all over the place but just get an average you know what i mean yeah that's the thing like uh i recommend to people if you're like motivated to sell it you want to get rid of it if you're trying to get rich off of it take your time put it on there do your homework pictures is the thing like take nice pictures um be descriptive in your comments and just say like willing to make a deal you know price or best offer okay that's my advice because like all i've ever sold are tickets to events and even then like i just give them at what i paid for what could be fun too? What I'll do sometimes at the end of every at the ad, but I would also look at interesting trades because mm. you never know what someone's going to offer you, and it's fun to see like the value point. People know it's like a two fifty, two hundred fifty dollar value point. Yeah. So within that range of offers, anything can come at you. Or uh, interesting trade, I like that. Yeah. How often do you barter? Like how like. Could you ever do that, like, red paperclip thing and just see where you end up? You know, you ever hear that story? Yeah, I have seen that, like, the trading. I like doing trades. Uh, I find it you need a population to be able to do it. In Edmonton, I'm not going to be able to trade up to too much because there's just not a lot of it going on. But if you went to, like, a city with five, six, seven million, I could see it being possible where you have enough of a population, enough stuff, enough history to be able to trade for things. I find that frustrating at times being at Edmonton because there's not a lot of like antiques here per se, as opposed to where like Ontario or 
you know, the United States and a lot of places where people have been living there for 400 years already. People haven't really like modern society hasn't been living in Alberta for more than a couple, 200 years, we'll say. And so it's just the quality of stuff you have is less. Mm. And so there's less people, less things to trade for. I'm not saying it's impossible. I do enjoy bartering with people. Every sale I'm at, I'll, I'll barter. I'm not paying full price asking price ever. Yeah. You got to dicker them down a little bit. Always. It's the fun of the game too. And people expect it. If you're not prepared to um, barter with someone and you're having a garage sale, you're not going to sell shit. Yeah. People will just put it down and walk away. They want to feel like they're getting a good deal. That's why sometimes if you price pricing accurately can do you a favor. Mm-hmm. But we also price things very well. So there's a lot of times where how much are you asking for this? We'll tell them like, I'm not even going to bother trying to um, get a better price from you. Here you go. And they'll just pay it because I, if I'm holding a garage sale, my intent behind the garage sale is to get rid of things. And so I hate it when I walk up to a garage sale and you see things like retail price or above retail. And you're like, seriously, like you obviously want to keep this. You hold value in it. Fucking keep it. And I'll just walk away from it. That's And I keep that in mind being an avid garage sailor. First of all, signs. You got to have great fucking signs so people can find your place. And then once they're there, give them a good deal. You know what I mean? And then you'll get rid of your shit. If you want to <clears throat> make a million dollars, Take the time and fucking post shit on eBay, post shit on Facebook. Don't bother having a garage sale. Mm-hmm. Any big collector items that you have for sale? Like aside from your Starship um, Mirage? Yeah, there's a, like a couple things, Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? I don't need them or have them. So selling those. Uh, right time to vinyl. sell them too, right? Because of the new movie that just came out. Yeah, for sure. Vinyl, um, sold off some of my doubles and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, just little things like that. Not, I'm not selling anything that's like a billion dollar item. Obviously, you know, it's just things that are cool that people will appreciate as well. Any Oilers memorabilia? Uh, hockey cards. I made a bunch of packs of cards with some hits in them. Every every pack has a hit at least. And there's about 30 to 40 cards in every single pack. So I made those up just to try to liquidate some stuff. I'll give super deals on those too. If like little kids come like just fucking take one. It's fine. There's like 50 packs. So mm-hmm. nice. that's a big one for sure. Um, license plates, some old Alberta license plates from the seventies, that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool. It's an antique. It's collectible. Um, some oil lamps that we had in our garage from God knows when we sold some of those already to people who are coming up uh, an old lantern, like camping lantern. Mm-hmm. I have a newer one that I use. I don't use the older ones. Some people collect those. So we put, put that in the sale too. little things like Avon bottles. There was a box full of them in our garage from some point. And so like they're collectible because they are made to look like other things, whether it be cars or motorcycles or animals, people collect that shit. So, Right on. I guess, like, you kind of just stumble upon a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. And I, if I see value in it, like, like I said, we did 350 yesterday in sales. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, nothing that I'm letting go of that I'm attached to. Like, super cool. Super cool when you can do that. And that's what, like, I do. You know what I mean? Buying and selling shit all the time. I keep the things that I that give me a lot of joy and the things that don't I'll hang on to them for a bit, throw them in a, a bin and let that bin get full. Let that bin get a couple of bin friends and then look at Crystal and go, let's do a sale. And she's like, fine. And then she gets into it. And it's like, I love it too. And I'm like, I know you do. <laughs> any, any uh, Christmas houses for sale? Fuck no, not one <laughs> <laughs> only because they're so packed away. I, I, I thought about that too with Crystal because we have uh, too many some that we're going to retire and cycle out soon because we've gotten so many more like high quality ones that some of the lower quality ones or the slightly broken ones we can move on, let go, you know, Mm -hmm. but the reality is I think we're adding 21 houses this year and that's a lot. Yeah. 
so we have to like we don't have the room for, like last year we had a pretty fucking busy display with a lot of shit going on now we're adding 21 high quality fucking homes like any neighborhood's gonna have strife with that we're gonna have to think about other stores other supermarkets like that's a lot of villagers we're moving in bro Our walmart's gonna going. come in and so eventually be- we have Walgreens still, like, and there's a few mom and pa shops and boutiques and stuff. But I'm worried. I'm worried about the mom and pa shops. For Do sure. you actually have a Walgreens? Fuck yeah. Oh, for I don't fuck around, you. Tom. <laughs> there's a pet store. There's grocery store. There's all kinds of shit. We got everything for everyone. I, I, good for you. I don't know. There's a uh, pool hall. There's... A bar. A couple bars. It's lit. A chowder house. There's a chowder house. I was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Christmas time's coming, bro. I'm fucking stoked. Stoked. Yeah, I know. They're already started planning our Christmas party at work. But Nice. That's yeah. cool. Well have you gone? Uh, I went last year, yeah. Okay. I so does it, do they do like a big company one or is it just amongst coworkers? It's just amongst coworkers. The company doesn't get involved. Okay, that sucks. Well, it's okay because we do. They should like, fit the bill for that shit, right? Yeah, but like I, uh, we have like a thing called ACRA where, and like the union will kick in some money, and then like oh, okay, so they do. There is still something. Yeah, to like, there's do with it. there's something to do with it, but it's not the company. It's like about the employees, yeah, fair enough. So. I noticed that at my new position, they do like uh, little. Uh, what's the word of potlucks and stuff like that, but it's just amongst the crew. It's like the the company doesn't get involved with it. And the company does like a gala of some kind, but they only release a certain amount of tickets and it's like first come first serve. And then it's like, you know, you have so many different divisions of a large company that you end up not knowing. And like, you don't get to pick seed. I don't know. No, no, I get that. I get that completely. Like it's, it loses something. In what I like, what I like about the company not being involved is, if it's not a company event, technically because the company's not involved, you can't really get in trouble for your behavior that evening. That's a good point. So, if someone were to go and be too much that night, yeah, it's just you're you're just a story. There's no repercussions, yeah. I like that, too. That yeah. makes sense. Whereas, it would suck to have too much fun at a party and lose your job. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, so, like, there's that. And, like, we all, like, some people get, like, hotels downtown and, like, all this. Like, they make a big fucking thing out of it. Last year was at the casino. And, like, some people just went off to the casino, gambled for a little bit, came back. Like, I don't know. It's It was a good time. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, we kind of went out of uh, left field there for a bit, but I think that might wrap up this episode unless you have anything else you'd like to add. You made a big deal about talking about your summer vacation last episode, so do you want to take opportunity now to do it? Because you, I just, you I, seem I, really butthurt about it. I was just fucking around. Um, I was just... I, we did a couple cool things, like the City Slickers thing, like I was telling you, and we went to the horse races, which was super fun. Uh, I kind of mentioned, touched on that a little bit already with you. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was an interesting one. Okay, weather was so so off and on. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. It was nice having time off. Okay, riveting content, Sean. I'm glad. Yeah, I- that's why I fucking <laughs> you because I really didn't have a whole lot to say about it, <laughs> which made it even funnier now because you're like. Really? All that fucking build-up? I've spent a week in angst yeah. because I didn't ask you about that, you motherfucker. No, it was like when I was re-listening to it when I was editing, I was like, you make me out to be, like, fucking rude because I didn't ask about, like, your weekend. <laughs> and I'm just like... Yeah, that was more the shtick than the actual yeah, like, week off. I was like, Jesus Christ, Sean, I'm sorry. Like, Yeah, I'm sorry. If it was so riveting, you fucking interrupt me and bring it up. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. No, I guess that's uh, no, I'm good. I'm okay. good. I just want to remind that's you again good. that I totally called it with Scotty. Um, yeah, good job. Yeah. Uh, well, on that note, uh, this has been this week's episode of Two Sides of the Story. That handsome fellow over there is Tom Sides, and that has been his side of the story. Wow.
you come on give it to me i mix some things up now yeah. you just say and now follow me now you're like and that was sean and that was his side of the story i was about Have to weekend, I, I, I was about to i was just wow to all the nice things you just said but then you started talking <laughs> again sorry <laughs> yeah it's rude to interrupt sean and on that note it's that what we do that rude motherfucker right there is sean sides <laughs> and he's gonna get a lesson in manners wow uh, have a great week, everybody. <laughs> Have a great week. The size of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.